hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is Tuesday evening. The skies are a purpley gray. The sun is setting to the west behind me. And I am heading on home for my work day at the candy shop. What started off the day with a 50-ish degrees temperature has since climbed to 60. And we've been experiencing the warmer temperatures of spring of late. And as you might hear, we're getting a sprinkling as I'm heading home to Chateau Star Sage. I hope you had a chance to get together with loved ones and maybe catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. That was the weekend, of course, and I'll fill you in on ours. So over the weekend, we had a holiday. Some of you observed this, some don't, but uh, we had a nice little get-together with Mama Billy, and we had a Easter feast, nice little late lunch. She's cooked a ham, and we had some scalloped potatoes, and I do believe it was mashed sweet potatoes. And she made us a few treats, although this year she'll tell you that she did not go out or did not go all out as she has in years past, which I, for one, am sort of grateful for, as I do enough misbehaving on the diet (laughs) on my own. Anyways, we got together at Mama's house and spent the afternoon, sat around visiting for a bit, talked about cousins who have recently passed through the area visiting, and caught up on the latest comings and goings of our lives and friends. And uh, Hubby was quite a bit tuckered out from his duties at Grace Brothers. Of course, misbehaving on the diet doesn't help when you have food allergies. And Hubby ended up taking a two-hour nap on Mama's couch. So I had my share of fun trying to awaken him. Usually this involves having a cup of coffee on hand, having that ready, and uh, pleading, yes, pleading, to please sit up and please drink your coffee. So let's see, what else? Oh, yes. We meant, and I say we meant, we meant to get around to doing some yard work, you see. Now that it's warmer weather, and spring most certainly has sprung, it's time to pick up the aftermath. What 
Father Winter has done, Old Man Winter has done to the great Star Sage Acre. We have a fair amount of branches down in the back 40, as you might say. And uh, it's going to take some time to pick those things up. Now, fortunately, the other year we managed to pick up a wheelbarrow to help out with some of that yard work and make it easier so that you don't have to make quite as many trips to the front yard by hand. You just fill up the bucket and move it along forward. We've been in our house for almost seven years now, and we've decided that it's time to put our stamp on it, put our name on it, make some changes, uh, make a statement with the yard, you know, give a little bit of a curb appeal. And so we've been looking through catalogs, been thinking about what we would like to do with the yard. And one of the things that Hubby has told me is that uh, apparently before the popularity of golfing came into vogue, when uh, celebrities and movie stars made the pastime more of interest to folks, you know, in the 40s and 50s, it used to be more common for people to have wilder yards, meaning that they weren't quite as groomed, they didn't take as much effort or after a regular maintenance. And uh, we have started looking into the possibility, the option of planting something that was much more common before those days. You've heard of four-leaf clovers, shamrocks. Well, that apparently is what more people had in their yards before that time was clover because uh, clover for the most part grows wild in most places and unlike grass which of course can grow to an unruly height normally clover doesn't grow very tall and if you're into nature if you pay attention to some of the goings-on in the world we have become more and more aware of our effect on the environment over the last few decades and one of the things that we're learning is that through our own doing we are harming the world we live in and this includes the disappearance of the helpful insects like bees and clover is a flowering plant you get the the teeny little blossoms that are you know about the size of your pinky and when you don't have a typically groomed lawn when you have more abundant clover on your property. This blossoms in the spring 
and gives the honeybees something to, uh, well, make them happy to spread around. And that is one thing that the world is missing since uh, modern man decided to figure out the chemicals that we could keep the critters out of our yards. There are an abundance of sprays and pesticides that are used on people's lawns and most certainly even plants that people buy to make their yards prettier. Oftentimes, if you go to some of the more common or more popular home improvement stores that have a a garden center. You think that you're picking up some beautiful plants that you're gonna spread them around. Well, unless those were grown by a smaller, more independent gardening company or a farmer, more than likely they are what you call a factory flower. They're mass produced and they're sprayed with pesticides. And these pesticides affect all varieties of insects, including the honeybee. And you might think to yourself, well, I don't want bees buzzing around me. I have, you know, uh, I don't want those in my house. Well, you know, if you do a little bit of reading if you've never been stung by a bee a lot of this has just been amped up our sensitivity to these things has gone uh, a little cuckoo because of things we've seen in movies and TV bees will not sting you unless they consider you a threat so don't swat them just move away And yes, they do like bright colors. Bright colors are the colors of the flowers that provide them with food. So let's try to get along. Remember that the birds and the bees and all that is nature was here long before man. And uh, the world would be a little bit better if we could try to live in harmony with what makes our food possible because if the bees were to disappear one day mankind cannot grow the edible plants without their help we have not figured out a way to make pollination possible without the honeybee so That rant aside, I'm looking forward to the possibility of having a clover yard. It, uh, the idea is sort of growing on me, especially since it might mean less effort with having to mow all that time. (laughs) We're also looking into the possibility of putting up some decorative fencing, we don't have uh, fenced-in yards in our neighborhood. We, Gosh, we don't even have sidewalks because in our little town, we live outside of our village, so we don't have street lamps, which is fine by me because uh, that's just something else you pay taxes for. That and uh, 
you know, a public sewer. Yes, we have a septic system, but I grew up out in the haystack, so this is something that I am used to. Anyways, it will be nice to one day have a picket fence in the front yard and maybe have some reminders of favorites of of uh, dearly departed Mama Star Sage and and Grandma. I'd like to someday have the favorite flowers that were in their gardens and remind me of them. Shortly, Hobby Billy and I will be coming up on our 10-year anniversary. Now, this is not our wedding anniversary. That's going to be a uh, a seven-year celebration shortly here. Actually, eight. But uh, ten years ago, I moved back to my home state, and Hubby and I met up while he was living in the sleepy little town my grandparents had when I was a little boy. And all because his ex had taken a job that had taken them out that way, so... If uh, you need any further evidence that everything happens for a reason, well, there you have it. And uh, as I am more than in my 40th year, there have been some thoughts weighing on my mind of late. I am now older than my own father was when I entered this earth, and I am the last of four children as well as Hobby Billy is the youngest of his family, and we both lost our fathers unexpectedly. Uh, For myself, it was almost 20 years ago this fall, and I think for Hobby, it's been at least 15. And before we said our I do's, we both came to an agreement that we wanted to have a family someday. And I can't think of any better time than our 10th anniversary to try to get those plans underway. And, uh, of course, that doesn't come easily when you're in our station of life, when uh, you don't have all the, uh, the ingredients for the recipe to make a kid. <laughs> but uh, there are a few things hopefully in the works and uh, with any luck maybe I might be able to provide an update on that in the future I'm not promising anything uh, anytime soon but uh, certainly I feel as though I've been standing at the dock of that port that bay and I've been waiting for the ship so that we can set sail (laughs) All right, folks, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are in the latter half of the week. Hopefully, your boss took it easy on you. You were able to clean a few things off of your plate. And hopefully you have something to look forward to as you move your way into the weekend. Do you have plans with friends? Do you have a 
thought about how to let your hair down and relieve some of your stress? Well, I am just off of my workday at the candy shop and I am heading on out towards the wilds of not quite apple country. Gonna pick a few things up along the way as we are due to have an overnight guest. Yes, how exciting. Now, before we get too much further, as you might hear in the background, we have some lovely jazz music playing. And it should be noted that on today, Thursday, April 25th, it is the birthday of jazz legend Ella Fitzgerald. I do believe that it was said she was born in 1917, which would make her the same age as my grandmother, of course, if either were still living. It's interesting if you put history into perspective of things that relate to you. You think about, you know, how old was my parent or my grandparent when this event in history took place? You know, I've been thinking lately about how I am now older than my dad was when I was born. And if things were different, I might have a houseful at this point in my life. So when times are stressful, I just think how things could be different and how I may have, in light of these realities, uh, a greater share of responsibilities than I do presently. <laughs> it's uh, certainly a humbling notion. The other night, Hubby worked late at Grace Brothers, and to put it mildly, I was a bit frazzled with the goings-on at home. Nothing to do with Hubby, nothing that uh, you could place spousal blame on. It's just that with the changing weather, we have had some, some health issues with our fur babies, our putty cats, our tribe. And that includes our senior kitty, Mr. Oliver. Now, of course, as you may recall, last year we had a bit of a scare with our senior kitty cat. We almost lost him to a thyroid condition. But these days we have him on the mend. He's receiving medication and quite often he has an appetite. At least he is one to be able to eat on his own with encouragement. You know, if you um, aren't one who regularly pays attention to the eating habits of your pet, maybe you just put down food each day and, you know, you remember that that's part of your routine. Well, if you're actually weighing and measuring all that food as some of us are one to do with our own day-to-day -day habits in, uh, in an effort to try to lose a little around our middle. 
you tend to notice these things a little more, and our pets have uh, different behaviors from day to day. Well, sadly, and this is not too sad, but I guess more frustratingly, Mr. Mr. Oliver has uh, decided that he doesn't want to eat on his own as much. With some encouragement, we can get him to eat little bits here and there, but for the most part, if we want to make sure that he gets his daily intake of food so that he doesn't lose weight or muscle, which is key with your aging pets to make sure that they have enough nutrition to get by without uh, risking certain health scares. Uh, We are back to having to feed Ollie by syringe. And this is just a, a tedious thing because you have to get out the can, you have to, you know, um, put it in a container, you have to whip it up, and then you have to get out the syringes. These are like the type of thing you would use to give your toddler medication if they are bedridden. So nothing with a needle, It's they're just called a syringe because they have a, uh, a handle, a plunger. Anyways, it's just uh, a little frazzling because after a time we got used to him eating on his own and so there was less effort required. And so uh, it's just a little unnerving when you would like to spend your evening at home unwinding and planning your weekend and uh, having to realize that a certain amount of time has passed and that uh, your little fur baby is dependent upon you to make sure they don't waste away in front of you. Now, it also should be noted that another of our putty cats, our tortie, a tortoise shell, which means she's got a coat of many colors, as you might say, well, she has had a varied appetite of late, and this is a result of the changing weather. It's been warmer lately. But uh, we think that little girl, or we call her Goldie, she is named after Goldie Hawn because she's sweet and nuts. Goldie may have problems with her teeth. She's not chewing food, and she normally has dry food that she prefers and uh, she has taken to getting sick now and then lately but this could be accredited to changing any pet's daily food you're supposed to uh, wean them into it you know you you add it in you mix it in with their existing food so that they could stomach the change more easily. Well, Miss Goldie has decided that since it's difficult for her to chew, that she was going to help herself to some of the moist food. Yes, I said moist. Wet, moist, whatever. Get over it. And uh, this has caused her to get an upset tummy of late, so 
you can imagine me at home and uh, waiting for hubby to get home after a closing shift to Great Brothers and feeling out of sorts because I have to feed one kitty cat and the other one just gets sick when you feed them. And the kitty who tolerates my company. Now, I, I used to believe that she didn't care for my company, but since I've been, uh, I've been sort of getting her used to me, I've been petting her when I feed her, I've been conditioning her to my company. Uh, our diva, her name is Nala, just like the princess in The Lion King. Little calico girl, diva. She's daddy's little girl, not this daddy. My husband. Um, she is the sweet and innocent one because you put the food down and she has no problems. She's not the one who has to be syringe fed and she's not the one throwing up. So, <laughs> suffice it to say, I needed a happy thought that night. I needed a... a uh, safe space, a a pleasant environment, and so I ended up binge-watching a few episodes of Sailor Moon. Yes, I did say Sailor Moon. Now, I don't go to conventions in costume, I don't do cosplay, as they say, and um, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I, I don't I don't uh, cross-dress as any of the sailor characters. I'm familiar enough that I could tell you a handful of the characters, but I just find the show to be a nice escape. It's, it's written from the point of view of a teenaged girl, and of course, the sum of her problems is impressing a boy or winning a boy, you know, um, young adult problems. And of course, to top it all off, she has been gifted with certain powers that she must keep part of her secret identity is Sailor Moon. But it's a fun show, and there are over 300 episodes, I think. It ran for many years, done by Toei. Um, which you may have heard in the most recent matinee minutia where we are talking about the Power Rangers. It was the origin of uh, the inspiration for Power Rangers, Super Sentai. A long-running show in Japan, and Sailor Moon was a creation of Toei. So, after some escape and... Uh, some thoughts toward the weekend. I'm looking forward to having an overnight guest. Mr. Toppy Smelly will be dropping on by and we'll be taking in a film at the Freddie Memorial Theater that is our showcase of the home theater at Chateau Star Sage, so named after Hubby's uh, late uncle, who served during Vietnam and was an audiophile, meaning that he liked uh, music and he enjoyed 
quality sound equipment. And Hubby inherited a reel-to-reel system from uh, that man's youth. I'm very much looking forward to the next film that we'll be discussing on Matinee Minutia. It's a 1967 comedy spy spoof with Doris Day. And as we get closer to our next show, which is on Friday, April 3rd, I'll give you a few more details. But it is set in uh, a ski resort setting and uh, there are goings and goings on that involve corporate espionage so what one what would one serve one might ask when you're about to uh take in a viewing of such a film well i'll give you a hint ooh la la yes things that are french but of course and uh, if you would like to take that experience to the next level if you want to feel like you're right in my living room hey i'm married folks um (laughs) if you would like to go on that adventure with us well you will just have to tune in to a forthcoming episode of the smellcast that's right just as we did with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang back in February, Mr. Smelly and I are going to have a watch along, meaning we're going to take in a viewing of this film and you're going to get to hear our discussion of the scenes. We'll tell you about the setting, we'll tell you about the sets. We'll tell you about the story and the characters and how they're dressed. It will almost be like you're there with us. And best of all, you'll get to hear about the fine cuisine that I am sure to serve. Let that be your happy thought as you move on into your weekend. As always, you can email me at djstarsage at gmail.com and you can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Star Sage. Be sure to check our videos out on Twitch. T-W-I-T-C-H dot TV slash DJ Star Sage. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting.